Brisbane Wakes Up with Steph, Abby and Matt on B105. G'day podcasters. Hello. Thanks for downloading today. Yes, good show. We talked to a man with uh, one leg, Nuke. He was interesting. Surprising how expensive they are. I've got a mate that makes them. Oh, really? Mm. Like bespoke? He'll measure people up and then... No, he works for the hospital. Oh, okay. Mm. Because there is actually... um, I, you can't, it's not like you can just get one size fits all. They would need no, to be they... made to the height of the person mm-hmm. and everything. Well, and, you uh... get some of them that I guess the hospital give away that are, mm-hmm. and then you have to apply for it. Yeah. And you've got to get like special maids ones. But they, yeah. they're not, they don't seem to be in Australia. Like all, mm-hmm. they are getting made them all in America. So the really good ones will be molded to your specific yes. stump. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, there's some that can go up to like 20,000. And there's so many amazing things with them now. The arms especially can be bionic and almost you can grip stuff again and they make them look like Iron Man and cool stuff like yeah. that for the kids. Yeah. Uh, and that would, you imagine um, for parents, mm. that would be hard because kids are growing constantly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's not like you would have one and you could you could have it for... And, you know, kids like, always lose and stuff. Yeah, that's true. You know? too. <laughs> well, he was saying that he's like you had a recreational one, which sort mm. of blows my mind, but that obviously means that people, like he would have broke them. Mm. Yeah, yeah, but not as serious as when we break our leg, I guess. But more expensive. Yeah. Mm. Um, so we speak to an amputee, um, Nukes. He calls himself. He's on TikTok. He's going to answer some questions for Do You Mind If I Ask? And the best show of all time, which is a current affair. Mm-hmm. We spoke about people that have been on a current affair. One person even ran on it. <laughs> well, that's the ultimate, isn't Were it? Were they running to? Or Why running are you talking from? to me, sir? Are you proud of who you've ripped off? How do you sleep at night? <laughs> oh, door slam. Where's the money, Jeff? Where's I, I, the money? I wanted to do this in the street, but you insisted we do it in the door jam. I, sure, fine. I, whatever. <laughs> yeah. You don't get anyone going, oh, no, I'm going to pay them all back. <laughs> oh, okay. Thank you oh, so much. Oh, thank you for bringing this to my attention. Yes, Tracy, I will be refunding the money straight away. <laughs> I had no idea this was occurring. They gave him a wrong bank account. I've been trying for some oh, time. Gosh. <laughs> uh, all righty. Let's get into it. Here's the podcast. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Forgive me for being so inquisitive. Do you mind? Do you mind? Do you mind if I ask you a personal question? Wouldn't it be amazing if we all lived in a society where we didn't offend each other, mm-hmm. no one said anything wrong, you know, we just respected each other. But to be and able utopia. to do that, you need to have an open conversation to learn how people would like to be treated. And this is why we would go about, do you mind if I ask? Mm-hmm. People that we wouldn't normally ask those questions, they're like, oh, that's a bit yicky, that's a bit uncomfortable. This is a safe space where you can ask. Uh, on TikTok, there is a guy who um, has 270,000 followers and um, he gets out there, answers questions, and is very open about the fact that he's an amputee. Mm-hmm. Um, and he joins us this morning. Nukes, good morning. Good morning. Hello, everyone. <laughs> hey. Now, you made a, a video on TikTok that I, I think went viral talking about a, a woman who was questioning whether you could park in the disabled spot. Yeah, um... There was an incident where I just uh, I just wanted to get free coffee. I just wanted to use the McDonald's app, park at McDonald's, get some coffee, and then go to the youth centre, go to work, and work with the young people. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, uh, this this older lady had this very very um, narrow minded vision of what disability is, which is you're either in crutches or in a wheelchair. There's no in between. Yeah. Um, and that's the that's the sort of experience that I've uh, faced growing up. 
Um, unfortunately for me, I grew a beard, so for some reason I haven't been seeing as many experiences like that, but it's definitely a thing that young people have faced. Right. Because, again, um, you know, young people aren't seen as uh, people that can have disabilities. Yeah. So, and, and because they're young, they, they don't have the luxury of, of life experiences to stand up for themselves, so they just accept it. They accept the harassment, they accept the bullying, and it's most likely always from, like, elderly people, not yeah. from anyone else from what I've seen so far. Yeah. So you have a prosthetic leg, which is obviously what has given you the ability to park in a disabled like you've got the permit for it. Yes, yeah. um, I've got a below the knee uh, uh, amputation mm-hmm. and um, yeah, unfortunately it's not going to grow back so I've got this disability card for life. <laughs> yeah. um, no, it, it, it sounds funny but I like I have to go to Service New South Wales to remind them that my foot hasn't grown back yeah, yet. Wow, and that wow. They need wow. To renew still need to. My, uh, Jeez. Yeah. Wow. Well, each year you've got to say <laughs> yeah. to them, you've still got to like... Still haven't. Still haven't. Wow. About that, so what you're saying is you just don't get that for life. F- for life. You do have to keep reapplying. Yes, and I, I get how that sounds really, really silly um, off the bat, but uh, unfortunately there are people... Uh, that if we didn't have this policy, people like mm. their children or their grandchildren will continuously use it. Mm. And no one in the system would know if, they've, uh, if the, the actual cardholder has passed away. Or yeah, not. right, right, right. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. Can I ask a question? It might sound stupid, but I'm sure you get it a lot. Um, mm-hmm. When you buy shoes, can you buy one shoe or do you have to buy a pair of shoes and do you have a mate that's lost the other foot? Well, at the moment, I'm wearing odd shoes because one is more comfortable on my real leg and I am too lazy to swap the other one. <laughs> yeah. So I just keep it there. <laughs> and uh, I, I do feel like I want to just bait people into having that conversation, but then they realise, oh, there's a reason why he could wear odd shoes or one shoe. It's because the other one won't feel it. Mm. And, um, yeah, those are very funny conversations. But uh, public transport is usually the best time that conversation happens where... I don't know where elderly people get the confidence, but they just they just come. I would have an empty seat next to me, and they'll just rock up and be like, oh, my gosh, where is your leg? And I'm like, <laughs> I don't know you, random person. <laughs> well, that's what this is about, 13, 10, 60. Um, you know, you want to get on here, um, and you want to get people asking questions so they can understand um, to help them think about what questions they might have. Um, do you mind if I ask, were you born without... Uh, that part of your leg, or did you lose it in an accident, or Ooh. how did it happen? Ooh. That's a that's a close kept secret I have, um, and this has been something that I I thought I would hang on to uh, to either until I get married or to my grave. Uh, huh. I find it to be, or it's, uh, other people share their stories. For me, I've I've seen a different experience. So when I lived in New Zealand, I would tell my story what happened, and it seemed like oh it's just a story. But once I change my uh, position and tell not not tell them, mm. it gives me the, the power to kind of control the narrative of where I want to take this. Okay. And this can be, yeah, this can be a way to try and inspire or try and um, bring to light uh, aspects of society that people might not see. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's also just fun to mess with people. <laughs> um, Do you make up great. different stories then or you just go, no, I'm not answering that? Oh, 100% I make up the sto- story. It's, it's, I could make, I've made up, I went to a house party 
And um, I've got long life friends who I've known for like 13 plus years. Mm. They don't know the story. Wow. And it's really funny how they will go up to. I'm, unfortunately, I'm the I'm the icebreaker. I'm the one that gets uh, my friends, the girls, because they don't come up to me to ask me what happened to my leg. Yeah. They go up to my friends <laughs> and they're like, oh my gosh, what your friend, what happened to his leg? Yeah. And then they'll just, they would make up the story. It's kind of like the um, the drop bear attack, mm-hmm. except yeah. between us friends. At parties. I yeah. love it. Nice. Casey in Norman Park, you're on the air. What's your question? Hey, guys. Um, do you mind if I ask how much does a prosthetic leg cost and do you have more than one? Oof. Oof. Okay, yes, I can definitely tell you how much they cost. Uh, so just for a general leg, it costs about five to $5,500. They're very expensive. Um, and some of the components do come from North America. And for a very, I don't know why this is a thing, but uh, they do not stock brown feet or foot. Oh. So I have to wait four weeks for it to be sent from America. Um, yeah, apparently brown amputees don't exist as, as often. Wow. I didn't know. I didn't know that was a thing. No. Uh, Nick, do you mind yeah. if I ask, do you, have to, you wouldn't, do you have to personally pay for that? Oh, no, no. See, I love Australia, and it's universal healthcare system. Yep. Yeah. So uh, it's funded by the state government, and um, unfortunately, uh, because I'm not a citizen, I don't get access to the NDIS, um, and I don't get access to the recreational legs, which go up to about $7,500. The difference uh, between those two legs is that I can... Um, I can just batter them. I can do sports. Right. I can go to the pool. They will last longer. It won't break apart. Um, so that's why it's a little bit more expensive. Wow, yeah. So right. I go back home to New Zealand um, so to get the uh, recreational yeah. Leg. yeah. The saying it'll cost an arm and a leg is true. Literally. It's very expensive. Mm. Wow. <laughs> Thank you for the question. <laughs> <laughs> 13, 10, 60 is that number. Anyone can call up now. Marita in Forest Lake. Uh, what's your question? Hi, uh, do you mind if I ask, what's it like dating as an amputee? What's it like dating as an amputee? Well, um, I was very scared of, of having to face this reality uh, as a young person. But what I've found is that I've got really lucky with the people that I've met that I've been on dates or just had in general that, um, like, that are girls, I guess. And um, it's actually worked in my benefit because I don't have to think of things to talk about. <laughs> it's literally the elephant in the room. Yeah. Um, so it's a great icebreaker. Definitely something. I guess the only challenge I would face um, is like dating apps because they don't get to see me in person and having to try and convey uh, my disability and, and what it entails through 120 characters or just through text messages or whatever is quite challenging. And that's mm. going to be a ever developing situation but yeah so you tell people up front before you meet them uh Hmm. um i I try yeah (laughs) it's usually well here's the thing i think tinder has uh started this movement to put the disability sticker symbol kind of like a verification or whatever and it lets people know that they are disabled uh tinder profiles and this can either work in its benefit or or not Mm. where people just discriminate and not even deal with it uh or can let people know and it will might what it might want to ask them more questions but Mm. yeah um, it's, it's really touch and go in this situation at the moment for me. Yeah. Right. Okay. Mm. We've got Natalie in Kabulcha. What's your question? I'm just asking, or may I ask, if you get abused before you get out of the car when you go into Willie Park? Oof. Hmm. Oof. Uh, on some occasion, when I was younger, yes. 
um, uh, and it's mostly from elderly people. Um, I do have to experience the, the constant staring. So even though people might not come up and confront me, which, which doesn't happen uh, as much, the, the staring and constantly double-checking to see if you do have a disability sticker, which I do, and it's displayed on my dashboard. Mm. I just think it's really real. Uh, I just think it's really annoying that we, um, you know, we have a system like the blue uh, disability sticker, and a lot of disabled people have to go through, you know, the government, go through doctors, go through specialists, go through the admin process, and then we still get questioned even when we get it and pay for it. It's ironic, isn't yeah. it? Because it's like the people that are, they say they're standing up for people with a disability. They're, well, they're not standing up for you, and that is you, yeah. do you know? And Natalie, the producers yeah. have said that you're an amputee yourself? Yeah, I'm an amputee. I'm an above-knee amputee, so for me, I'm very active, so I've got, you know, I can walk pretty well and all that. My biggest issue is car parks are quite narrow, yeah. and mm. it's really hard because I'm a left-leg amputee, so when I drive my car, I have to get my left leg out last, and I need that space. Mm. Yeah. But yeah. old people, they are very quick on the mark to abuse you before you've even got out of the car. Yeah, right. That's even uh, yeah. Nick's saying that as well. Yeah. Yeah, well, there's, there's like, at that moment when that uh, particular person you know, harassed me, abused me, I was like, there's 3,000 ways in which I could respond to this person, but only two of them prevents me from getting deported. So I would have to, <laughs> like, really critique the way in which I present myself so I don't get to that situation but it's very frustrating um and that's why i you know that's why i create the content i do online it started off as a joke it started off as just a way for me to find out what young people are doing as a youth worker it's a great tool um and then it yeah it went from then it's amazing it's been a great experience excellent well thank you very much for uh, calling this morning as well natalie no worries. Thank you. All right. Well, buddy, we appreciate you being so open and honest as well, Nukes. If people want to check you out, you are on TikTok um, talking about what it's like to, you know, live like you and spend a day mm-hmm. um, out and about. So we appreciate your time this morning. No worries. Thank you for having me here. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. New favourite song that I am enjoying. Mm. Um, I don't know if you've heard it, but it's uh, the Victoria's Secret uh, song. Mm. Her name's Jax. And yeah. she started singing it. She did actually did a flash mob out the front of a Victoria's Secret uh, shop in the States. They didn't like it because oh. it's not pro Victoria's Secret. But no. just saying about there's been a real backlash with the uh, Victoria's Secret uh, fashion parades. Yeah. It used to be big. The it's last huge. one they had, I think, it was 2018. Uh-huh. Then a lot of people have gone against it and said, wait a minute, this is not promoting uh, body confidence. Healthy body image. Yep. So they tried to change it and they haven't gone back to doing it. But she's written a song about it. And I didn't know this, and I don't know if you guys do, mm. but she sang a bit of the lyrics, and I was like, did she make that up? <laughs> or is it real? So I had to do a bit of a deep dive into it, and she is right. I did not, but he needs a medal. No. Did you know that? No, I, I learnt this from her when she released it on TikTok as well. I was I like, think, look at you go. Because what a lot of people are saying is they don't have, uh, that all women, I guess, are represented in Victoria's Secret. Right. 
Um, mm. And the sizes would only go to a certain size mm. uh, once upon a time as well. Right. So that's what they're saying, that it does give so many body issues. When you're looking at it, it's not all-inclusive for mm. it. And, yeah, it ends up that she obviously is right, but it was founded in 1977 by a guy called Roy Raymond, and he was a former marketing manager for Vicks. Vic, like as in Vicks, the thing that Vapor your parents up. would always rub, rub on, on your, your chest, chest. Yeah. and your feet yeah. when you were sick. Yeah. So he was for that, and he just felt uncomfortable buying lingerie for his wife in existing stores who he thought So were... he made his own store that he yeah. wouldn't feel uncomfortable in. <laughs> yeah. A hero. He went in there and thought that there was sort of an untapped market for it, so then he came up with the Victoria vibe. All right. Is it only because... Because I imagine... It, it doesn't really matter if a if a underwear company is ran by a man, but because it's called Victoria's Secret, you assume that it's like someone called Victoria. Then. No woman is going to shop at Roy's Secret, though. Got your knees from Roy's G'day Secret, girls. babe. Come on in, grab yourself something sexy. Yeah, yeah, but I think what they're saying <laughs> Thanks, is Roy. it was kind of supposed to be liberating for women, and then along the lines, it's kind of done the opposite thing. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But I was like, how's that? I know. She's amazing, too. That girl who wrote that song, if you look her up on um, TikTok, she does a lot of comedy songs as well. With yeah. Her, Is a it little... Jax? J-A-X, isn't it? J- yeah, Jax yeah. writes songs where she sings songs with a little girl who she babysits. Oh. Yeah. And the girl uh, is like 10 or something, and she gives her side of how the night went when they were babysitting as well. <laughs> yeah, she's really funny. Does she get five stars for babysitting? Uh, I don't know. Is she available oh. this weekend? <laughs> <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. is the masked singer. Who are you? Yeah, Mars Singer wrapped up. The winner was the Mirrorball. Melody from the Pussycat Dolls. She joins us this morning. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? I have to start with this, Melody, because everyone was so excited that it was you. But because you've um, returned back to the States, you might not be aware that there's a little (laughs) bit of... Controversy? A little bit of controversy about um, you being unmasked. And it's not to do with you exactly. It's to do... Mm. With Husey, Dave Hughes, because he, over the, any series he's done, he's never got one right. And has his he? guesses are ridiculous. And they're ridiculous. And then for the first time ever, ever, he guessed you. And people are like, what? How did he do that? So I just want to know, was Husey front row at all the Pussycat Doll concerts? <laughs> do you remember? <laughs> no, I don't remember. I mean, I wonder if, if he said that he's got children. Yep. Yeah. So I think that that's what really kind of like, I mean, I don't know. Mm. Maybe I'm a lucky charm or something. <laughs> I, I don't know. That, he's that, a super I, fan. I, even I was going, wow, first one, huh? <laughs> <laughs> and what was the inspiration? You got to fly all the way down here, put on a head, dance around in the head. What made you want to do this show? You know, like the opportunity presented itself, and I very much was like, hmm, interesting. I, I've been toying with the idea of like singing and performing with sunglasses on, which I do sometimes, because mm-hmm. um, it just creates like a, a barrier between you and and everyone else, and you can focus on just your voice. And you know, I think every singer goes through a moment where it's not necessarily stage fright, but it's like, what am I? What am I trying to do or say anymore? Mm. You know, and I can do it without pressure. Mm. I remember seeing you last time you were in here in Australia performing, and it was with Lady, Lady Gaga. Gaga. Lady That's Gaga, right. Yep. I was trying to work out because Lady Gaga was supporting you. Yes. Can you believe that? 
Well, oh she did. God. She brought out the pan- like, piano. Like, Yeah. Yes, I know, I know. By the time we got to Australia, it was so, like, the thing about her <laughs> starting on that tour, it was so rad because she just was doing something different, you know, and, and very much, like, invested in herself and her craft and wanting to just turn heads and create conversation. And that's, I think, what artists are supposed to be doing. It's just hard to do sometimes because you you get tired of like it's get tired of being hunted and like people you know going after your neck all the time mm. but she was really really pushing it you know it was so dope it was very inspiring and look at her yeah know? was that the tour where everyone started to say that she she was not wearing underwear or something on stage and there there was like talk of like that she had a penis oh. No, oh, I've never that, heard that. that. Yes, that was that tour. Yeah, and she the yes. thing about Lady Gaga is she never says anything. She just lets the rumour run. Well, mm. she brought out the piano and she had these amazing yeah. different costumes. It was quite, I guess, different than what anyone would have expected at your tour. Mm. Yeah, I mean, look, I think that things were being set. There was all kinds of conversation. As I say, I think the second someone shows up and they're wanting to create um and and not do what everybody else is doing at the moment, they're going to get, you know, they're going to be hunted. And, mm, and, yeah. You know, I don't think she cared. No, because she used like, to call uh-uh. herself Candy Warhol. No. <laughs> that's what it. That's what it came yeah. from. And she was saying that her inspiration. Yeah, uh, yeah. Because we were there to interview you guys, and then we did yeah. you guys, and it was a great chat. You were actually going to play Maddie's birthday, if, if I remember correctly. And no, then, that was no, no, that was the before, right? Yeah. yeah. But then Lady Gaga. <laughs> but then Lady Gaga came out, and we didn't mm. know who she was, and she's got a, she's got a little teacup, and she's fully made up, and we're yeah. like, who is this lady? Yeah. She's very strange. Um, when are we seeing uh, Pussycat Dolls? I know you guys have have worked on trying to get a, a tour back together. Are we going to see you guys on stage? Uh, I was not a part of that. No, you don't, you're not going to be a part of it. I have no idea what's happening. Oh, um, oh okay. And, I, and, I, and I'm not a part of it. Yeah. All right. So you're not interested in doing anything with it? You just want to do your own solo thing now? I think that... You know, I, I did it. I'm happy to leave it um, where it was. Yeah. And I definitely, I, I, you know, I just wake up every single day and I go to work and I work my ass off. Yeah. Um, and and it's, for, it's for, like, the time that I have left because we have no idea how much time we have left, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. Not that, like, I wake up every single day thinking, I could die today. <laughs> but, like, actually, the truth is, that, like, after this pandemic, you know, anything could happen. So I try and live my life, especially as an artist, with the um, with the attitude that I've got to do what i got to do to make as much of an impact, given the gift that I have. And I've got to find all of the platforms that make that possible. Um, but as I say, I just, I just, I'm just waking up every day and going to work. Because I remember the Pussycat Dolls were already... F- formed when you auditioned and you didn't actually audition as like you hadn't danced I, th- I don't think for the audition you only sung was that right I was literally right out of high school and I taught yeah. myself how to sing and I had never had any vocal lessons and I definitely had never danced wow. um so getting into the group um was very much like <laughs> 
you know, they, these people took a chance on a kid with no experience. I mean, if you look at it, it's kind of crazy. Mm. <laughs> it's really wild. And as I say now, I just kind of am like, I go to work every day. This is what I do. You want me to sing, I'll sing. <laughs> you know, you want me to write some songs, I'll write some songs. Yeah, how good. <laughs> but yeah, it's, 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 yeah. Well, you did an amazing job. You had all of us here fooled on um, The Masked Singer as well. We we were going through all different guesses. Um, you performed brilliantly, and we really appreciate your time this morning. Thanks so much. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate your time too. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Well, we just spoke to Melody Thornton, and, of course, she got out from the Mirrorball. She was actually the winner mm-hmm. of The Masked Singer last night. She's from the Pussycat Dolls. To give you a bit of a history, she was the last one to audition for the Pussycat Dolls. Right. And they were already formed, and she was kind of hired as an employee, so to speak. And she was the youngest of the group. And then she wasn't invited in the reunion. Um, You could tell how awkward it was when Maddie asked the question, Mm. and she's like, oh, do you not know? When are we seeing uh, Pussycat Dolls? I know you guys have have worked on trying to get a a tour back together. Are we going to see you guys on stage? Uh, I was not a part of that. No, you don't, you're not going to be a part of it. I have no idea what's happening. Oh, um, oh okay. And, I, and, I, and I'm not a part of it. Yeah. Oh, right. So you're not interested in doing anything with it? You just want to do your own solo thing now? I think that, you know, I, I did it. I'm happy to leave it um, where it was. Yeah. And I definitely... I, you know, I just wake up every single day and I go to work and I work my ass off. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, <laughs> uh, she's going to leave it where it was, okay? Because that was a, a, a bit awkward. So the pussy Where was it? Where, 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 where did they leave it? I had well, no there idea. was a lot of apparently behind the scene. A lot of the people were annoyed that Nicole had the lead singing, mm. you know, right. and a lot of them were classes. Nicole shows it and the backup singers. Yeah. And she was like, you know what? I'm actually a singer myself. Mm. So there's a few gigs, and I, I encourage you to watch it on YouTube because the side eye that Nicole shows is giving her oh, is yeah. unbelievable. Yeah, because yeah. at one performance, she decided, wait a minute, I can sing. Yep. I might just be a little bit of a solo, <laughs> soloist here. So she decided she came front and centre, and she just started to belt out a bit of singing. And Nicole was trying to compete with her. Oh okay? wow! Right. Yeah. So have a listen to this. And that's when Nicole went, you know what? From now on, the microphones are decorative. I don't know what went wrong in 2006. Mm. She sounded good, though. But She sounded great, but they learnt from that, right? Right. They learnt from that. And during this song, it was the American uh, Music Awards Uh in 2006, they were doing the same song, and they were like, we've learnt. Melody likes to have a little bit of a solo here. Melody's not on stage. Right. Not on stage at all. During the whole performance, I don't know where she was. I'm guessing she was still dressed. Maybe she didn't even get invited. She went to security and goes, no, I'm here. I'm here now. Was not on stage. Right. Until 2.50. Two minutes 50 into the song. No. And she's like, Nicole's at the front. They're doing a little bit of a dance number. You know how they stop for the dance number? Nicole's just about to sing, right? Yeah. Again, she's got it. Yeah. 
And Melody's like, no, 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 no. So she comes walking on the stage and stands <laughs> no, front and centre two minutes and 50 seconds into the song and starts singing. Nicole's like, what is going on? Yeah. They're trying to keep the performance, the backup singers. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just keep going. Just keep going. They, they know not to go off script. Yeah. They know what happens. This, Matthew, is why she's not invited to the Pussycat Dolls reunion. Moly. I love Nicole Scherzinger going, you're going to do to me, but I seen nothing. How <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Alpha Bucks, $10,000 is what you can win tomorrow. It will be the 30th of August. Your answers for Alpha Bucks to make it easier are... 30th of August. Where is the year going? Oh, you know? I tell you what. Oh, it's just flying by. Turn around uh, next thing. It's Christmas. Yeah, I know. Christmas decorations will be out in oh, a minute. Oh, gosh. You know? I'll be selling hot cross buns. Bloody hell. Mm. I don't have them. Anyone what got them? Oh, yet? yeah, I do. I right. just I wanted to watch a video. No, I do. Someone's just asked if we'll help out this guy on his bucket list. Uh, the answers are Waddle, Wrestling, and Wasabi. See, your letter is W. Nice. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. What a great show. We always say, don't we? You the guys current love affair. It. We love it. We love it. I don't care what anyone says. I know I, I was saying that The Mole was the first reality show. Mm. Bollocks. It's a current affair. Uh, it's just brilliant. It's got drama, beginning, middle, end. They run after people. You know, brilliant. I think if we could all, if we all needed to sculpt our worldview, yeah. Yeah. we should do it through all the stories on a current affair. The world would yeah. be a much better And we always place. say that one day we'll be on there. Uh. We'd like to be the person that's not being chased. Right. But, you know, sometimes what someone Take has what to be the get. villain. Someone yeah. has to be the villain. Mm-hmm. But I was so excited to find out that Jess, that works here in Brand Experience slash promotions, same thing, uh, she was on a current affair because she was talking about this Australian fashion designer called right. uh, Jessica White. Now, Jessica White owned a million dollars to creditors, apparently, right. and all uh, and a lot of customers as well couldn't get refunds for things that they'd purchased. They hadn't got the item. So she annoyed the customers and the creditors by going off to Bali and posting photos of her, hmm. hanging out with friends on yachts, having a drink and... They even went over and found her in a Semenyak cafe and confronted her, and then she ran and hit her in the male's toilets. I wonder how they picked that reporter. Who wants to go to Bali? I will. No, you got to wear a suit. Oh, yeah. Damn, it's been hot. Oh yeah, you would. You, you wouldn't do. be able to just wear a bintang singlet and a pair of. Oh, only for the times you're not on camera, sure. But Jess, who works here, was on there because she wanted a four hundred dollar uh, refund for things that she'd purchased Fair and she enough. hadn't gone. Sunset drinks at this Bali beach club and fashion designer Jesse White is kicking back. But back home in Australia, customers aren't so happy. I'd like to be having a good time in Bali. <laughs> I'm sure there are a lot of people that are unhappy with her here, so I guess that's why she's over there. Classic too, she's standing in the kitchen, you know? Like, you know how they just get you in a random spot in your house? Yeah. It's like, look, mm. everyday person. Yeah, yeah everyday. Um, actually, do you mind not standing next to, like, the chandelier and the rich stuff? Can we put you yeah. somewhere else? Because <laughs> you have to be the victim. My friend was on it. Really? Well, yeah. I want to know, 131060, have you submitted a story to a current affair? Mm. Maybe you've got on, or mm. maybe you were like, no, they want to know about this, and you didn't get 
a call up. But Jess thirteen the, ten sixty. Jess was the submitter too. By the way, she she right. contacted them. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, my friend was on it. He was a uh, a contractor in Afghanistan. Uh, he went over there and he was working over there. And uh, he was actually in a Humvee that got hit with a, um, a missile. And uh, he was the only one that survived. Uh, that was on a current affair. It was on a current affair. And I can still remember because he's not this guy, right? He isn't this guy, but they make you do what they make you do. And um, he was walking... Um, in slow motion beside a lake <laughs> as the sun was set, looking out into the distance of the lake and at one point I thought he was going to pick up a stone and skip it into the water <laughs> but uh, he didn't but um, yeah he's been on wow mm. that's a quite a serious story mm. yeah there's two there's two types of stories there's your current affair story and there's your 60 minute story mm. yeah you know but yep. I, I think there's a lot lot more that needs to be involved if you get to 60 minutes. If you're getting 60 minutes, you're in real trouble. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You've done, you've done something bad. <laughs> real bad. Yeah. Current affair, you can probably recover from it. Yeah. You know? yeah. Oh, yeah, they've been studying you for years when yeah. you're on 60 minutes. Yeah, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I used to get threatened when I was working for a car company. I used to get threatened that I was going to be on a current affair. Because mm-hmm. yeah. they were like not happy with the service of it. And I was like, it's a $400,000 car. A current affair, I'm not going to be interested. But I didn't say that. I no. said... No worries. And I once got in trouble because I said, let me know the date so I know what to wear. And Tracy <laughs> said, oh, I will. <laughs> <laughs> and remember today, tonight, that yeah. was the Channel yeah, 7 Yeah, Channel 7 one. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. There's only so many things you can complain about to compete with. And, but they would run, like, competing stories as well. Correct. You know? yeah. 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 It was no pretty nasty ever, for no a while. No one's calling. No one's ever complained. Well, 131060, have you or someone you know ever been on a current affair? Yeah, let's we'll, submit it somewhere. We know what the story was. I really hope we get a classic fence line one. Or yeah, building a barbecue. Building a barbecue when you're on workers', workers comp. comp. Yeah, uh-huh. that's yeah. a good one. Yeah. Price of meat, even if you were the butcher, and then you're like, oh, this one's come around <laughs> yeah. again. These vegetables are from China! <laughs> <laughs> we went on 131060. Have you submitted a story? Maybe you got on as well. Maybe you want to be brave enough to say, I was the dodgy person that, cha- that they chased. You might have changed your ways now. Yeah. Yeah. Reformed dodgy people are always allowed on the show. Well, otherwise we wouldn't have anyone yes. on the show. Otherwise Maddie wouldn't be here. <laughs> Our names are on the billboard. <laughs> Chantelle and Forest Lake, have you pitched a story to ACA? Yeah, so I was uh, six years old and um, my dad, you know, being a big conspiracy guy, believing UFOs, all that jazz, um, he saw some lights in the sky, um, and he w- went to that extent. He rang up, like, the RAF base and mm-hmm. airport. It wasn't a plane. And, um, yeah, he was dead serious that it was a UFO. He said it into current affair. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, they got us on the news, and they interviewed him, and then they interviewed me, me being all shy at six. I was like, oh, yeah, I don't know what to do. <laughs> <laughs> But, yeah, that was a good, what, 18, 20 years ago now. Do you still have the UFO footage? Um, I think Dad still has it on ca- on a cassette tape. <laughs> wow. Um, <laughs> I'd love to see it. But, yeah, it's... <laughs> So when they did the story, though, do you watch it back now? And were they taking you got your dad mm. seriously or were they sort of taking the Mickey on him a bit? Uh, I mean, let's face it. Mm. Anyone that sees video footage from a UFO conspiracy, they always don't get taken serious. Okay, yeah. They're journalists, he, mate. How... They just presented the facts <laughs> and let you decide no, the tone. Here's how you tell if it was a serious story or not. Was it Brady Hall who was the reporter? Honestly, I can't remember who it was because mm. I was so young. Who's Brady I know Hall? Was, Brady Hall does. St- old... 
dudes. That's right. all I can remember. Yeah, no. uh, Brady Hall d- 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 does the almost joke story. For a guy that says he doesn't like it, you know incredibly You do about watch it. You've got to know the enemy. You do. do. Mm. You just got you uh, came on. I you know my theory about it. It used to be a quality journalistic integral show, and <laughs> it's not anymore. And that's fine. But you know, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> you love it, Chantel Mount Cravat. Did you see yeah. the story? Yes, I did. What was it? Um, so my mum was part of a group that were all ripped off by a mechanic. They all went and got their stuff done by a mechanic, and basically, he made the cars worse. Right. And it was like cars that were. You know, sixty thousand dollars plus. Wow! So they yeah. ended up, they ended up, a group of them all ended up getting together at the current affair, and they stood outside his yard and filming him and um, watching him coming, going, trying to get his their money back. Wow. And basically, he ended up doing a runner, and my mum actually chased him down the road <laughs> on the show. Yeah, on on the show, I actually ended up chasing him down the road, and he took off, and they he went hiding in the neighbourhood, and wow. they stayed out for a couple for a couple of hours, and. Obviously, they, when they all left, he came back during the night, packed up all his stuff, and left. Wow! Oh my God, your mum was doing that right. When she ran that. after him, was the reporter like, "Hey, that's my job." <laughs> yeah, they, they pretty much mum took off. So then the reporter like, "Oh, hang on a minute," took off after her. And <laughs> she's she's only five foot two, or so you see this woman going after this, yeah, this man in this in this board, and he, yeah, just running after this car going. It was, yeah, it was quite After funny. the show, did anything come about it? Did they get any money back or any sort of compensation as a result of being on there? Nothing at all. So mm-hmm. basically, they just brought it, brought it to attention. Then they found more people who we had ripped off, but nothing yeah. become a, The cops couldn't find him, so nothing really happened after that. There you go. Uh, and Talia, without naming any companies, of course, uh, you've mm-hmm. got uh, you've got a, a cruise story. I do. Uh, what mm-hmm. happened? Um, so my grandparents went on a world cruise, obviously pre-COVID. Mm. Uh, it was like 2018, 19. Um, and my grandma actually contracted a UTI while on the ship. Mm-hmm. Um, now, when they got to Malta, um, the people on the cruise or the doctor on the cruise said, we don't have enough antibiotics on board. Here's a script. If you go to the hospital, they'll give you your antibiotics. Mm-hmm. Um, and when they actually got to the hospital, they were met by um, people from the cruise who had gone to their cabin, packed up their cabin, taken their luggage <gasps> off and dropped it at the hospital. So they, they kicked, kicked them off? off the cruise. Then we're going to wait for him. No. Can't. No, yeah. no. They um, and she she wasn't admitted to hospital or anything. She just they pretty much. Yeah, just just pretty much said, "Here's your luggage." Um, yeah. told them that they could either um wait 17 days in Malta, which my dad didn't have the money. Oh, sorry, no. my granddad didn't have the money. Mm. Yeah, and not but, just that. You'd feel like a, a ship should have enough antibiotics for a. Yeah. For a UTI. Did they get a refund as a result of the show? Um, not from the cruise company. They didn't. They actually got one through their travel insurance. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. And right. we'll keep you updated with this story as more developments arise. <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Bridge to Brisbane yeah. was on yesterday. And I, I got a little bit high on serotonin after the Did serotonin, you? endorphins, mm-hmm. all of that. Yeah. I was like, I'm running next year. We're all running. Oh, gosh. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, which means us. We're all running Classic again. Coleman. Our names yeah. are probably already down and we don't 100%. know yet. We'll get an email uh, going. Applications are not open yet, I checked. Mm. But it's going to be a great event. We're all going. Uh, and No, but it is because you guys have done it before. You get really caught up in the atmosphere yes. of it. They've got entertainment stops at each time. And we're walking the 10Ks. Had to run a little bit because I wanted to use the good portaloo, so we stopped for a while. Missed the small steps for Hannah Group, so well, I had to run up to catch them. Yeah, because we did walk a no, that cracking feeling. pace. Mm. And thank you to everyone who uh, listens to the show that came along as well. We all had our Abby and Joseph outfit. Mm-hmm. But I <laughs> I haven't done it for a... I, no, I did it last year. I don't know where I was then. But as we were finishing towards, because you start at uh, the gateway and yeah. you go across and then you finish at the RNA showgrounds mm-hmm. and they always tell you how many Ks are coming up. Mm. You can tell uh, Run With Rob, he has this running group that he does and mm. he's very optimistic and he was walking at this time. But like we get to like, you know, we've done three Ks. He's like, oh, halfway there. I'm like, can you not count? Like, we're not halfway there. That would be five. But mm. he's always optimistic. Like, oh, yeah. finish. So we're getting towards the, the finish line. And there were some people who are overachievers. Yeah. And they have finished the race. And some of them do it in, like, over 35 minutes. Yeah, it's like, ridiculous. Ridiculous. Yeah. And they, because they haven't run enough, they run back. And you can see them. So you're still completing it. And they are running back. They forget on the something. Outs- no, on the outside. To go back to where their car was. Oh, my God. That's why I say, go the back streets, mate. Yeah. We don't want to see you overachieving. Go and get a cappuccino and a bacon and egg roll. Grow up. Go and run a marathon. By the way, I think they already did that. Still had time to then. Oh, that's even more annoying, isn't it? (laughs) But I was... Running on a full gut. There was a a few that were watching, and they'd finished the race, and they were watching. And this one guy, I was like, oh, my God. And I said to him, you've got a medal. And it was a loud, there was a loud DJ at there, and mm. he was talking to me. And I was like, oh, no, what, what was your position? And I couldn't hear him say, mm. so I just sort of like, oh, that's wow. so good. Well done. Because you know how you get, like, you know, must have got first, second, third, or maybe he was a first for his category. Mm. Yeah. He was a tiny bit older, so maybe it was a... Older category. Older category. Masters or Masters. something. Maybe. And I said, that's so good. Well done. Thumbs up. And he's trying to talk to me, but I couldn't hear, so I was just doing that. Can't hear, but you're amazing. Well done. You got a medal. And my friend goes... Everyone gets a medal. Everybody gets a medal. Did you know everyone gets a medal? I knew everybody. Why didn't we get a medal previously? I don't know why we did. Because I, I did the same kind of thing. I saw all these po- posts on Instagram of everyone holding up their medal. I was like... Well, previous years you had to get the paper, then go and collect your medal from a stand, didn't which even know we that. never got. No. But maybe they had time, a lot left over from COVID. Oh, Are they maybe. Stamped? Are they stamped, no, they stamped for the year? 2022. Oh, okay. That's easy to fix. This time they actually gave you a medal when you finished. What a fool. Here's me going to him how amazing he was. He's trying to go to me, everyone wins a medal. I was like, you go, man. Good for you. I can't believe you accepted it. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't take his. Everyone got one. Well, you you, literally, that is a participation medal. Yeah. How you feel about those? Mm. Mm. Well done, you. You tried your best. Well, when we're all running it together next year, Stav, Mm. we can see what medal you get. Oh, well, with that tone, I'll definitely be there. Okay, great. <laughs> Sounds good. Everyone heard that? Confirmed, yes. Not me, though. <laughs> no, you didn't Have say fun. a word. <laughs> <laughs> yourself, Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Had a world first on the weekend. I went to the, I believe it's the world first, uh, joke-telling festival. The That's Not My Dog 
Festival up in Caloundra, where a bunch of comedians all got together. Something a little bit different, and i got to say, the concept is sound. It was great. Um, you just get together and you tell old jokes. Which is what comedians do. No, it's not at all. That's the oh. thing. That's why it's that's why it's so cool. Because What do comedians do? We tell routines and stories from our life and stuff like that. No one tells... No, you never go to a comedy store and someone goes, hey, guy walks into a bar and... Rah, rah, rah. Right. Don't do that anymore. So Anyone do a knock-knock joke? Yep. <laughs> yeah, there are a few knock-knock jokes. Yep. Uh, have you heard the one about the uh, okay uh, mansplaining knock on show? No. Okay. Knock uh, knock knock knock. Yeah. Who's that? Mansplaining. Mansplaining. See what you're supposed to say here <laughs> is. <laughs> but yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. Uh, but there were there were a few a uh, few issues because um, a lot most of the other people had travelled from uh, interstate. Uh, so all the interstate people um, got accommodation uh, in the hotel across the road from the festival. Mm-hmm. Uh, all the Queensland-based people didn't, uh, which wasn't that big an issue. Uh, I got an Airbnb around the corner. Uh, but you paid fine. for it yourself. Did pay for it myself. That's no, fine. That's yeah. not a hint of that. But um, what it did mean was the green room um, was in the lobby of the hotel. Right. So um, after I finished on finished on Saturday night. And I was like, oh, I'm going to head back to my Airbnb. But my bag was in the green room. And the only problem with that is it was in the hotel lobby and the hotel lobby closes, you know, at a certain time and you need to use your key to get in. Uh, but because yeah. I wasn't staying in the hotel. You didn't have a key. I realized I didn't have a key uh, to get into the complex. I'm like, well, I've got to get my bag. It's all this stuff in there that I need. What am I going to do? And um, If I go a night without my vape... It's mm-hmm. not going to be good. Oh, not going to be great. He would have had that vape <laughs> on him. Yeah. Who, the battery. Who were the other ba- uh, comedians <laughs> there, though, that you could have asked? Uh, well, everyone was back oh, over they were at still the working. festival. Yeah, they were over at the festival. Oh, so I was like no. kind of on my pap line. And then I did that thing for, a, I waited for about five because I thought someone yeah, might Yeah, you just be, follow someone behind you and go, up, yeah. and you do the whole joke like, oh, I'm not a serial killer. I'll yeah. just follow you. Yeah, yeah. I really know uh, someone that's in here. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> and so, but no one was coming because I think Killing Heidi had just started performing uh, after all the comedy had wrapped up. And can I say, Killing Heidi rocked. They yeah. were fantastic. Um, and so, yeah, they were, they were on. So everyone was up, still back up there watching the band, fair enough, because uh, they all just had to walk across to their accommodation. I had to drive a little bit. Um, and then so I'm th- thinking, what am I going to do? And I saw uh, this, um, you know, like the intercom, it says, like, if you can't get in for any reason, do hash 222, and you'll get our night staff, and they should be able to sort you out, right? So I'm like, all right. So, but, uh, so I pushed in the button, and I couldn't hear anything, because Killing Heidi are only 50 <laughs> metres away, you know, mm. like, and they're blaring, they're blasting, they're rocking, they're having a great time. Uh, so I had to, like, I'm, go- I'm going, is there anyone there? I can't, I just, I need just, can you just open the door? Can you just, can you? And I had to lean down and put my ear right up against where the speaker was so I could hear them. I had my hands on my knees. I was leaning down like that, trying to listen. Uh, and then um, one of the other comics, Hung, came back over and he was like, oh, what are you doing? So I said, I need to, I need to get in. He goes, all right, come, come on in, mate. You, you do look like you need to get in. I was like, sweet, thank you. He let me in, got my bag, all good, right? I come back the next day uh, for the next round of, of comedy and um, Hung's like, whoa, how'd you pull up? I said, yeah, not too bad. He goes, yeah? I said, yeah. He goes, oh, phew, didn't look good. I said, what do you mean? He goes, weren't you vomiting in the plant pot when I saw you last night? Because like, I was done, le- leaning over oh. down 
like then, with my head up against the wall, he thought I was puking into the plant pot because I was so smashed from all the beer stuff for drinking. I was like, no, 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 no. And then that thing where you're trying to convince someone. Yeah. No, it's fine, mate. No, it was, fine. Fine. it was fine. I was just leaning. I was trying camera, to talk to the driver. Oh, okay, yeah, sure, sure. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah, yeah sure yeah, you were. Yeah, here, I have a glass of water, mate. Get back on that horse. I was like, no, honestly, did not believe me. So I'd like to clear it up. I'm I'll... a comedian. I can handle this. I can, yeah. <laughs> now I've said it on radio. It's still no one's believing me. I mean, I wasn't I'm, sober. I'm getting a super <laughs> over-explaining. <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. We've been involved with the Red Kite Foundation for quite some time. We've done a lot of their quizzes, Stav. Yes, we have. Um, and you couldn't make it on Friday, so uh, Maddie kindly helped out, and they raised over 260000 on the night yeah. for children and their family that are going through cancer trying to help, you know, pay their bills mm-hmm. and a lifeline for them. But great cause. we, because we had all the answers to it, we weren't sitting down on our table during the quiz. And as I kept saying, I felt sorry for our table. Maddie's like, don't. No. Yeah, because we weren't helping them answer. So I felt like without having us sitting there doing the questions, they probably did better. Did better. Yeah. yeah, I would assume yeah. so. But um, I yeah, thought there was, there was a lot of questions <laughs> to the quiz that you would have got. Okay. I was like, this is feel, felt really quirky and aimed at you. Yeah. Right. Okay. Did, they know, did they think I was going to be there, did they? That's unfortunate. I'm sorry. Yeah. No, they just must Google the same stuff you do on the <laughs> internet. Cool. Well, okay. Really? What yeah. sort of questions are we looking at here? <laughs> this will be interesting. Uh, no. Okay. I meant the quirky stories, mm. all right? So let's see, if you, let's see how well you would have done, okay? okay. With a few of the questions. Yep. Here we go. Australia has 11 World National Heritage Areas. How many are in Queensland? For extra points, you can name them. Can I? Mm-hmm. <laughs> can I? Uh, I'd say seven. Seven? Yeah. It's a lot. Name a few. Um, had it, uh, so the rainforest. Yes, the Daintree National uh, Rainforest is Great, in there. Great Barrier Reef. That's two. Um, the uh, Big Pineapple, obviously. <laughs> uh, and um, the y- y- Yaddler Pies. Okay. The Scenic Rim <laughs> oh, yeah. National Park, yeah. Fraser Island, uh-huh. uh, River Riverleaf Fossil Fields. That's great there. And then the other ones you named, so a total of five. Five, I was close. They keep adding them on, though, don't they? Like, I think... Hmm. I think well, no. take, take the Barrier Reef off soon. I think That's it's always true. been on mm. there. Cynic, no, that one has, but Cynic Rim seems like it's fairly new. Of the national parks. Well, it's been there, but I, I guess maybe we'll find out what year it was added. <laughs> Remember, we did not when, fight with the questions when was and it answers. When was it built? <laughs> I think it's still in construction. Is it? Yeah. yeah. Materials shortage. In so the 2022 oh. State of Origin Decider match, what was the final score? Oh, in the State of Origin Decider final match, final score. Oh. Everyone got this one right. Did they? Yes. Yeah. 16... <laughs> Forty-two. You would have got this one, right, Annie? I don't remember. No, I wouldn't have got the score. Twenty-two to twelve. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Correct. I know that we won. Yeah, that's what I know. Humans share a percentage of DNA with a fruit fly. What is the percentage? A sixty, B zero, C forty-five, or D twenty? I'm going to go forty-five. Sixty. Sixty. Wow. Okay, maybe these were a little bit too hard. Definitely. Okay. Well, I think I am smart. Yeah. No, I never thought that. <laughs> Jennifer Lopez, this is my aim for you. Jennifer Lopez and Ben Affleck were recently married. Mm. What year were they first engaged? Oh, for God's sakes. 2006. Two. All right. Two more questions. A French scientist has recently apologised, revealing the photo he shared of the closest star to our sun was in fact a photo of what food? Pepperoni. 
like meat. Close. It was Close. meat. I it was like we, a cut. But meat. you remember it? Yeah. Yeah. Spanish chorizo. Yeah. 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 yeah, 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 yeah we'll give you that. Yeah. Well, well done. One in a row. Now this was a tiebreaker question, and we were a little bit shocked with the answer. Okay. That's when I was reading it out. I was like, what? What is the diameter of the Earth? What is the diameter of the Earth? <laughs> The diameter, not the radius, obviously. No, that's because what, what we... the diameter is the from one side to the other, mm. straight across. If you mm-hmm. chopped it, if half, you chopped it in right? half, I think that's what it's important. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I know that it spins at around. Don't try and throw in more knowledgeable okay. questions. All right, uh, I'm going to say two hundred thousand kilometers. See, this is interesting. This is that's what, what we, we, were... we would have thought it'd be. So I was reading it out, and I was like, this can't be the right. 12,742 yeah. kilometres. Okay. Doesn't seem Why big, does it take so long to drive to Perth, then? I know. <laughs> That's what we kept saying. Hmm. I have to... They were... There was one person that got it exactly right. Oh, they Googled that. That's what yeah. we were... Oh, yeah. You're not walking yeah. around with that knowledge, are no, you? No. That it's seems not... incredibly small. We had to Google Did as well. Did you get it correct? Well, yeah, yeah, it came yeah. up on the internet as correct, yeah. well, but that's what we were like. Yeah. Because what? if you go from one side of the earth to the other in a plane, you've got to go, you're Around. technically going up, mm. over and back down. But it's so like you're cutting just, it through. Yeah, if you just yeah, cut it in cut half through. and hook from one side to the other. Wow. Yeah. So we should have been doing tunnels instead of planes this whole time. Yep. What yeah, Maddie said. Idiots. <laughs> <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. As another show draws to a close, Stav, Abby and Matt take a moment to reflect. I know you go through this, Stav, when you have movie night. You want your daughter to appreciate the movies that you liked. Mm-hmm. But they just don't They do not do it in the same way. Not the same. No, they're not. No. We really wanted the kids to like Top Gun. And we didn't show them the old one. It was the new one. Mm. And we thought they're really going to like it. Mm. And it's annoying when they don't like it as much. You're like, it's a brilliant movie. You've got no taste. Yeah. But Jagger goes, yeah, but it was practising. I wanted more fighting. I'm like, but it's a story. He goes, I didn't want the story. I wanted fighting. Like, not, not enough actual war for him. Yeah. Yes, he wanted the war. And I was like, there was a war at the end. He goes, yeah, but it took a while to be able to get there. Well, like, maybe you want to be a pilot one day. He goes, no, because I can only take one person. That'd be a long time going back and forward. Okay. <laughs> no worries. Thanks, but no thanks. Sports fan is filled with high highs mm. and low lows, and then sometimes empty hope. Because oh. I'm sitting here today trying to work out is there a chance the Broncos can scrape into the eight? So, who needs to lose for us to? And here's what, here's what we need, right? Okay, because right? I watched we needed Manly to help us out on the weekend and have a win, and that was never going to happen. But okay. at the moment, we need the Tigers mm-hmm. to beat Canberra. Now, the Tigers are, without a doubt, the worst team you've ever seen in your life. Wow. They need to do us solid. But they need to beat Canberra. Okay. We're playing St. George, and we need to not just beat them, but we need to smash them. And where are they in the well. ladder? Um, they're doing pretty all right. Okay. They're in the, they're in the A, I think. Could oh, happen. No, no, they're, just, sorry, they're, they're about the same as us, actually. Looking at them, they're 10th. We're 9th, they're 10th. No, it's not going to happen. But then, as you say there, there's like 1% of me mm. that thinks it could happen. But I know when it doesn't happen, that 1% is going to feel like 100% and I am going to be <laughs> devastated and angry on the weekend. Yeah. And we had a good start of the year. Great start. 
We were sitting fourth. Yeah. And then... Choke. Uh, yes. I don't know. It was like it was the same arc as uh, Game of Thrones. Anyway. Started really, really good. And I just I like, would, The I would, ending, yeah. everyone was like, oh, come no, on. What was that? I prefer there was no hope at all. Okay. You know, no, you just so you I could put that it to now. the side. You say no, that now. But that but was last had... year there was no hope yes. and you were headless at them. Yeah. And you were giving God. a big lecture to big them lectures. about how heartbroken you were as a little boy. Your used to follow them. Dad would be rolling yes. in his grave. And he still would be. Yeah, but not as much as what No, no. Yeah, slow it down. Yeah. Thanks. No, thanks. up the coast on the weekend, Saturday, hopped in the shower, got out of the shower, put my glasses on, and couldn't work out what was going on, so I've lost most of the vision in my left eye, and I thought, that that's not good, right eye, still mm-hmm. 20-20, left, blurry, I'm like, am I having a stroke, started smelling the air, see if I could smell some burnt toast or almonds, couldn't. So that was a good sign. Not good at breakfast time, though, because that could have been the case. <laughs> it's true. And I'm just like, well, something's going wrong. Maybe an aneurysm. Maybe a tumour. Maybe what had actually happened. Too much beer. The lens of my glass had fallen out. Um, <laughs> could the other eye find that lens? <laughs> uh, yeah. You yeah, found it? Yeah, yeah, but you can't put it back in. So, hmm, had a, looked like a colonel in the German eye had a monocle most of the weekend. <laughs> Thanks, but no thanks. Stab, Abby, and Matt. Brisbane wakes up with Staff, Abby, and Matt on V105.